Hey, Lexi. Hey, Victoria. Welcome back to Entry Level for everyone listening. Yeah, if it's your first episode with us, welcome. Make sure to check out our trailer to get a better idea of who we are, why we started this all. Um, Also, go listen to the other 30-something episodes that we have out there. And while we have you here, go ahead and rate our podcast, um, preferably four stars. Oh, Oh (laughs) not four. It was reminding me of someone who gave us four stars because our rating went down to 4.9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere in there. Um, Obviously, want you to be truthful, but like we would appreciate a five-star rating. Also, yeah, if you have feedback, feel free to tell us to our DMs and then Before we can you adjust. Go and leave a rating. Yeah, then we can adjust, approve upon it, and earn the five stars that I think we deserve. Yeah, now on Apple, we have five stars, but someone was a hater on Spotify. We have mm. 4.9, but mm. maybe you guys can go boost us back up. <laughs> I guess we'll never get back to five at this point, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, how have you been, Lexi? I've been good. Um, Clearly, we both made it out of the the Alaska ice storm this past week. Yeah, for everyone who is not familiar or did not live in Dallas, does not live in Dallas, um, there was a pretty big winter storm last mm-hmm. week. Um, it's funny because the week before, I think I was literally texting you and I was like, LOL, it says it's supposed to snow on yeah. <laughs> Thursday. And then little did I know, the next day I woke up and I was getting ready to go to bar and I was oh, like yeah. putting it into my phone. I was putting in the directions to see how late I would be. And it was like, winter weather conditions might affect mm-hmm. like your route. And I was like, what? So then I checked the weather and I was like, oh, it's supposed to snow later today yeah. and snow for the rest of the week. So it was a bit of a chaotic week. Didn't get much snow. Got a lot of ice. Yeah, a lot of ice. Um, A little like PTSD for the people who lived here in 2021 when things were bad, but it didn't turn out to be too bad this time. Yeah. No, I think people have finally learned that when they say, like, stay off the roads, like, for real, stay yeah. off the roads. Um, Just because Dallas obviously isn't built for this. So. No, and it's crazy because I still saw people, like, on 75, like, the overpass. Did you see the people who got stuck? Yes. I saw so many. Yeah, I saw so many videos. And I'm just like, I hope, like, wherever you had to go wasn't that serious. I get that yeah. people still have jobs they need to go into, so that's why I'm like, let me not say that. Um, but it sucks that people feel like they still need to travel because I have yeah. the luxury of being able to work from home Yeah, same. Um, when I need to. So, and then, you know, everyone else who like works at places that were closed. Yeah. But yeah, lasted a good, what, three days? I would say it's Friday afternoon. We were back to normal. Yeah. Thursday, like stuff started clearing up, but then it just froze back over overnight. Friday, I would say people were really out and about because people, I, and I was one of those people because I was just feeling so stir crazy. Yes, and that's what I literally told Victoria. I'm like, I am a self-proclaimed, everybody else would describe <laughs> me as a homebody, but I could not wait to leave the house. I was finding any reason to leave. I literally just went to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And, like, the, the line was, I was in the line for 45 minutes, and I was like, you know what? I actually don't care. Like, I'm out of the house. Even me, no, even me, like, leaving my apartment to go check the mail. Yeah. I was like, at least it's something, because, yeah, when your home becomes your workplace, your decompressed place, like, where you work yeah. out, like, where you eat all the, like, it's just, it's too much. Yeah, too much. with all of that, and then also, like, at least for me, like, last week was just a whirlwind mm-hmm. um, for multiple reasons. Yeah. But, like, work is also really crazy right now. Um, so that was just, like, really adding on to everything. And, and it's also hard because 
people at my job are in like New York, California, yeah, or whatever. So the like they're station. thinking like they're like, oh, like it's just snow and ice. And I'm like, no, like we are not prepared for this. Mm-hmm. So like everyone's on edge like 24 seven. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what was going on last week. But this also might be a surprise to some people because we actually aren't on our like normal posting schedule today. Like, yeah, see? no, we were we were for real. I think we teased this. In, like, the wrap-up of 2022, I was talking about, like, 2023 goals. But, like, we are giving y'all content. Like, we are yeah. serving content. We're not promising. <laughs> right now, we're putting it under the phrase bonus episodes. Yeah. Although we do have some stuff planned. So, like, we're hoping that it can, like, turn into a weekly thing. But I don't want to over-promise and under-deliver. Very true. So, like, right now, this will be welcome to your first bonus episode of the Angel Level Podcast. Yeah. And again, we still, we heard you loud and clear. We're still working on getting the video component to some of our episodes too. But you guys, it's like a lot harder than it sounds. When you don't have a studio. When you don't have a studio, you're recording in a closet. Like lighting. Like you have to rely on like natural lighting. You know, it's winter, it gets dark early. Um, Also, like if you know what people are doing to like record these in the video format, let me know just because I'm like, I don't know how they're doing the audio and the video. I don't know if, like, they're taking yeah. the audio from the video clip and uploading that or, as like, the podcast. Muting the or, like, they're, like, muting it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out the technicalities of that, and that's the main reason why we haven't gotten there. But, like, we, we're getting – it's baby steps. We have the yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah. We have the setup. It's just we're, – we're trying it out. It'll, yeah. it'll come eventually. Fingers it will. Crossed. It will. But, yeah. So, getting into it. Um, it is <laughs> – February, very mm-hmm. early February. When this goes up, it'll be February 6th. Yeah, I mean, we're only recording this on February 5th. I wasn't so. going to tell them what day we are recording it. <laughs> it's fresh. That's how we know it's, it's fresh content. Um, Relevant. But for everyone who's like a, a Love Island fan, um, you know, they have this phrase. And one of the first things that they talk about whenever they come on the show is that person's type. They want to get a feel of who is that person coming in? Who are they looking to graft? Mm-hmm. Who are they looking to like, who do they have their eye on? And one of the first questions that they always ask is, what's your type on paper? I was waiting to see if you're <laughs> going to do it in the accent. It was pretty good. Um, no, I was really nervous, actually. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like sometimes it gives Australian, sometimes it gives country. It gave for sure not American. No, so. for sure. So like, yeah. it was in there somewhere. Like maybe not quite Essex, but somewhere over there. Maybe Manchester. Yeah. Um, so I thought that it would be fun because I chose the intro today. Um, in the spirit of love. <laughs> <laughs> so originally, whenever I had this idea, I put it in my notes app, but I didn't like fully bake it out. And so whenever me and Lexi were talking about it, I couldn't remember what I was trying to say whenever I put it in my notes app. Um, but if I recall, what we're doing is we're saying what like I'm saying what Lexi's what people think Lexi's type would be mm-hmm. and then she's going to explain what her type actually is when mm-hmm. it comes to guys and then Lexi will say what people what she thinks people would assume my type is mm-hmm. and then I'll explain what my type is it's not quite a game and I don't know how we're going to explain this in our little <laughs> in our little um story yeah um but I thought it would be funny because I feel like whenever I look at Lexi, I expect her, and other people also expect her to like a different type of guy. Um, But then like her actual type is really funny. And then according to like a lot of my friends, you just can't tell the type of guy. I was going to say, I was like, I know you've asked multiple people their Mm -hmm. perspectives and like pretty much everybody has given a different answer. 
I feel like. So it's like some type of conglomerate or combination of the types, but. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I want you to go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whenever I think about what people would think like yeah. his type is, because like I, I know what her type is at this point, but from what I've like observed from other people and like what I originally thought too, when you look at Lexi, you see um, a baddie, like, <laughs> mixed, like, okay, I think she, <laughs> she has, like, the fashion sense, the fashion style. What I imagine Lexi today <laughs> is, like, if people are familiar with TikTok, like, this, <laughs> there's this TikToker named Jalen. I knew that's what you were about to say. <laughs> For multiple reasons. It's not just because he's mixed. But, like, I would expect you to date, like, curly hair really into fashion like likes Amelie on door yeah like likes to go to coffee shops has like some records maybe yeah really into books and like but like still has like a, a super masculine side so like might like sports here and there but like has a softer artsy side mm-hmm. but like I feel like that would be might work in like, hmm. Might work in like, not finance. He would definitely work in like something corporate, so like maybe consulting. Okay. Not nothing like too serious, but yeah. like would be gone here and there. You guys would have your independence, mm-hmm. but then it would be like whatever. Would probably have like a dog. It wouldn't be your dog, but, like, yeah. you could still hang out with it because, like, you had a dog. And then, trying to think of what else. I feel like that artsy bro type. I feel like that just artsy fashion might have a couple records, a record yeah. player, likes to cook type vibe. Yeah, I think that's... <laughs> okay, one, let me take a step back. I think I've told you this before, but I'll say it on the episode. Um... Jalen from TikTok, <laughs> not to put too many details out there, but if you know, you know. Um, he used to work at the company I work oh, at yes, now. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, which I found this out like a couple, a few, actually a few, five, six, I don't know. A while ago, I got lunch with some coworkers and we were just talking about, I think just like reality TV in general. I mm-hmm. think someone brought up like Love is Blind or, you know, one of the other like Netflix type dating shows. Um, and then Love Island came up because I was like, mm-hmm. well, I don't really watch any of the Netflix shows, but like I've watched Love Island. Um, and then someone brought up and they're like, oh, you know, Jalen like used to work <laughs> in, um, I think it was in like our analytics department or something like that. that. Is so funny. And they were like, yeah, like, uh, I think he had, I think his family was in like that type of industry, like that business for a while. And then he worked at the company, but I think he left to like go beyond <laughs> Love Island, which it is so funny out. because, yeah, I was like, clearly, you know, he's not back at the company. No. Uh, hate yeah. to break it to you. Um, but it's also, what was I going to say? I don't know. I just lost my train of thought. Um, but yeah, no, I think he left the company to like go be on the show. But oh, what I was going to say was it must be relatively recent because you know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. his season hasn't been out super long, but I'm like, oh, our our paths <laughs> were destined to cross like earlier. You know what I mean? Like yeah. within the realm. But um, that been funny. literally so random, so funny. But yeah, to that point, I could see how like I know how I'm perceived. Yeah. I know like what I put out there and I could see how people would make that connection. Um, when I think of, like, that Jalen type of man, I think of kind of, like, almost like a pretty boy type thing, which I think, honestly, is not 
what I'm looking for slash what I have looked yeah. for in the past, which also, oof, if you put my past relationships <laughs> down on paper, like if there was a lineup and you like had all of these men, all you know, standing place. in a room right next to each other, I think the only the only thing they'd have in common is their race. <laughs> to me, like they have all like they're different heights, they have different careers, like they did different things in college, have different like interests. Um, I think like, yeah, even back to some of my high school boyfriends, which not to be like, those weren't real relationships. Like, sure. I'm sure they helped me grow at 17, but (laughs) when I think of my exes, I don't really think of these people. Um, one of them was, mm, I would say more into like, you know, he had like a trap, trap life. You know what I mean? He did things outside of school that I probably wouldn't have participated in ever. Um, I did have a boyfriend in high school that was very much like that artsy yeah. vibe. I, I think, think that, like, that's what I was thinking about too. Yeah, like he was really into like fashion and art and I think he has like a septum nose ring now, which is kind of like, you know, a different a different path, <laughs> but kind of still on that artsy vibe. Um, and then in college, I had two relationships. One, um, he was like a, an athlete. So like there's one side and then the relationship I'm in now that I have been for quite a few years. Um, Noah is which I guess I'll describe him because I'm like, that's my type right now. <laughs> Noah's tall. He's into fashion in his own way. Yeah. I think not like the type of fashion that you'd see maybe go viral on TikTok, so to yeah. speak. Like he doesn't have that like soft life by yeah. any means. Um, But, you know, he's not like a skinny jean, like Sperry's <laughs> type of like, you know, totally ex- uh, other side of the fashion spectrum, whatever you want to call it. Um, he is very into video games. I think that's been a common feature in like some of the people I've dated, which mm-hmm. I mean, in their own respect, like I guess video games, like that's their own type of media interest. I don't know. He's not like a, what are those? Oh, like 2K. Like he's not like that mm-hmm. type of video game thing, which I think that I would be like, oof, I don't know. <laughs> he's a teacher, um, which is funny to think about again, not really something that I'd look for mm-hmm. necessarily. Like I think I would traditionally be more drawn to or interested in someone who had like a very corporate like day-to-day like very structured very routine mm-hmm. job which is again my type on paper but you know it doesn't <laughs> always work out that way um but yeah I don't know definitely tall like well-groomed funny but I don't know yeah I think people are sometimes surprised by who I end up with again just by like how we look together not in a bad way by any means, but again, very cookie cutter. Like I could see someone would look at me and would be like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's her equal. Um, or like, oh, they're so the same. Yeah. And it just like hasn't really worked out that way in the past. Which through any of them. <laughs> yeah. I was like, eh, like it's kind of been all over the place, but oops. Um yeah, I don't think I've ever really been into or gravitated towards like that pretty, like clean boy esque yeah, yeah. vibe, I guess, to to finally put it all together. So, I don't know. Go look through my Instagram. I'm pretty sure I've pictures <laughs> my exes if you're interested um, in what don't. that actually looked like. I think I've been, like, I think I'm still tagged oh. in some photos, too. Maybe if you look at my tagged photos. But, like, I don't think I went back and deleted all the ones from, like, high school. Yeah. Necessarily. Um, and, you know, there's only two college relationships. Yeah. I know a lot of y'all detectives out there. It's not going to take that much work <laughs> to figure it out. Um, but, yeah. So, to Victoria. <laughs> which, again, I'm laughing because it's, like, you could ask. Honestly, some of Victoria's closest friends, I think, and, it's and like everyone different. would give different answers. Everyone says different stuff, which is very funny to me because I feel like I'm outwardly expressive about what I'm interested in. But anyways, I think yeah. So for Victoria's um, man on paper, <laughs> he 
would not be white. Like he could be <laughs> light, but he's he's not like American white fully fully <laughs> so there's some like victoria's very appreciative of like culture and like <laughs> tradition and sure you could argue that exists in america somewhere but that's just not what we're talking about today um i think also victoria does like would be attracted to and like someone who comes from like a strong family unit mm-hmm. like i know she's mentioned like oh you know this person has like siblings and they're close to their siblings or like they have a great relationship with their parents like kind of having that more traditional foundation I think in terms of looks, I think honestly what Victoria described for me is kind of like what she would be interested in in terms of like, okay, like they have their fashion sense, maybe not a full on sneakerhead, mm-hmm. you know, who stalks StockX or go, you know, every night at midnight type of thing, but like knows like a little bit of fashion history there, like wants to invest in kind of those like staple type pieces, whether it is like a good pair of shoes or like you know, had or like some exclusive collab that drops, like whatever. <laughs> she would or is definitely also looking for someone like interested in sports for sure. <laughs> like you can have a conversation about it. Um, maybe doesn't need to be like betting money on sports, <laughs> like, you know, in that way, or maybe isn't in like every draft fantasy football league. Um, but like Victoria keeps up with sports, like, you know, yeah. she wants to have that, that banter. Yeah, you want to have that like banter back and forth. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes she'd be coming up and I'm like, I <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. And Victoria's like, oh, didn't you hear? I said, I'm sure maybe I heard it <laughs> in one ear, not the other. Um, but you know, oh my God, because we were watching DCC the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they were asking, oh, if you've Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders making the um, team, making the team, shout out Aaron. Yeah. But um, yeah, in one of the episodes, they were doing like their panel interviews. Yeah. And, and they like, were asking they a lot all of questions these, like, about like the Hall of Fame NFL, or like, like random stuff. The actual team. They were like, who's the commissioner? <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, next. <laughs> she said the name. And I was like, yeah, obviously. And like, she was like, um, no, I would have gotten that wrong. <laughs> oh, I said, that's not, I wouldn't, it's not even I would have gotten it wrong. It's like, I would have left it blank, <laughs> which you can't do in like an in person interview. I just would have been like, um, actually, like, next question. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's such an easy question. Like, it's like, so funny. No, one of the girls were like, um, I don't know, but like, I'll get, I'll back, get back to you. you. And I said, that's not how it works, sweetie. But then, yeah, I was pissed because they went to the next round and they were like, oh, what's your favorite book series? And somebody said Fifty Shades of Grey um they found that hilarious some of the other girls said hunger games and i was like aren't you like 24 mind you it was 2017 yeah and i'm like y'all are <laughs> there was one high schooler but i said i don't feel like you need to say hunger games at 25 years old oh but anyways who am i to judge um okay yeah so so all that to say this man is like interested in sports but not to like the extreme like that's not his whole personality um this person might be into jewelry <laughs> A little bit. I know that's another oh, thing. Hesitating with that because it's like not for real. But I, I think literally we talked about this the other day. But I'm like, oh, would you date oh, someone with yeah. the earring? I was like, it depends on the type of guy. It is. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so if it's a type of guy, so like I said, like kind of like that soft life, clean, like has a good routine, but also has levels of like spontaneity to him to kind of balance and like complement Victoria's level of spontaneity too. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we'll sit there and be like, oh, we're type A, we like things here and we like things there. But also, if you listen to the last episode, which if you haven't, go ahead and do it. <laughs> um, I talked about how something I really appreciate about Victoria is like, if someone brings up an idea, like, okay, yeah, let's do it, like Victoria will go forth and do it, you know, rather than just sitting yeah. there and nodding her head. So I have someone kind of like balance that out um, and to kind of like go all in with it, I think would be a good fit. Now, back to what other people would probably say like <laughs> I think other people would think that maybe you'd want someone like a little bit more interested in sports mm-hmm. like kind of like that full like sporty yeah like you know wears jerseys as part of his like regular <laughs> wardrobe like that type of sporty person oh, yeah um 
I'm trying to think because I think you had said like you asked Kelsey and Ta mm-hmm. the same question, but I don't remember what they said. Um, so yeah, to kind of wrap it all up, like a soft life, stable, traditional, fun type yeah. of man that like can dress himself well on his own. Final answer. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I was like I'm just rambling at this point. Was pretty spot on. At first, I was like trying not to cut you off because I was like. I see you interpreted the question differently than what I said. Well, I was like, okay, well, I'm like, I know it's, like, what we think, but then I'm like, okay, I'm trying to think of, like, what... I couldn't get out of my head of, like, this is what I see versus yeah, how yeah. would other people interpret Victoria based yeah. off, like, her social media or whatever, but I think it still kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. I feel like Lexi was pretty spot on, but also I talk to Lexi about boys, like, all the time, so... To an extent, she was spot on. I'm not into, like, the clean boy lifestyle. Like, I'm not, like, actively seeking okay. that out. Okay, well, I know, it would, I know it would give you the ache if you thought of someone, like, setting up. Yes, but a, that's the crazy to, like, thing. Is, like, I was going to say this earlier. Like, I remember when Jalen popped up on my Twitter <laughs> Hugh page, but I didn't recognize it was him. I was just watching it. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, that was at the beginning when I was getting annoyed because, like, guys were getting popular from them. And I was like, mm-hmm. of course, because you're a boy, like, they're blowing up. Yeah. Um, but I was like, wait, I'm kind of into this guy. Like, he's kind of attractive. And then I was like, that looks like the boy from Love Island. Yeah. And then I did some digging. I was like, that is the boy from Love Island. Because, like, I saw the comments. But I, like, am very attracted to him. So, like, yeah, sure. Like, that's an example. But I think I have, like, multiple types. One mm-hmm. would be, yeah, like, that fashion bro. Not, like, condescending fashion bro. But, like, knows a little bit too much about, like, what's in and yeah. out. Um, would definitely follow like Sunday scaries on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, like they kinda know what's going on with sports, but then is like into a good cocktail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then like but would also be like, let's go to Mykonos. Yeah. yeah. Like that type of vibe. That's like ideal vibe. Like they would they would work from home, you know, like yeah. Maybe be a finance bro, but like not into it. I would say yeah, I was like definitely like traditional, stable yeah. type of you know like still likes to have a good time but like not too crazy yeah (laughs) the other day literally the day that you were asking about the piercings like i don't think that people know this about i think people would more so expect like this to be my type but like the travis kelsey type oh where it's like the white boy who gives like you have black friends but uh (laughs) and i know that that's problematic I'm, i'm giving like a warning like i know that's problematic and it has its own problems like within that and I, yeah. I get it like i understand like the issues yeah, yeah yeah it's it's in its own sense like black fishing i got it like it's cultural appropriation yeah but like sometimes those white boys be eating it up and yeah. travis kelsey eats it up and i know that man is cheap okay like i've, I've heard all the no, stories those videos have that have come out but that man is still attractive to me like i can't help it like i am very attracted to like that type but that's the crazy part. It's like only certain types of those. Wake no, guys. I was like, I think there's a very fine line. Very fine line because like sometimes they just take it too far and it's like, you it's grew like up scary in Minnesota. Almost. Yeah, no, like it is scary. Y'all talking about the trap, but like I know where you grew up. Yes, you know, like, like that type of thing. For people who watched Love Island USA like this past summer, I don't think you watched it. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Brie about this, but like there is this boy <laughs> named, oh my gosh, was it Isaac? Oh my gosh, I don't think I'm getting his name right. But him and this girl with red hair, he had the thickest black scent. You would have thought he grew up in the hood. They showed his parents when it came to, like, the family day from the suburbs. Like, 
his little sister yeah, like johnny and martha like literally it's like yeah. this where did this come from and like you go on his instagram it's like those types of captions i'm not into those types of white boys yeah. i'm into white boys who like know what they like they know that they're white mm-hmm. but like they just appreciate cool things yeah 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 but like lexi said it's a very fine line so like i think it's two like very polar opposites but like still have some similarities the culture thing is right like I don't not like white men. Yeah. But, like, it's just a little bit easier for me to, like, have things in common with people who are, like, people of color. Because mm-hmm. I'm, like, we've experienced similar things. Yeah. And I can appreciate your culture and your traditions and, like, everything else. It's nothing against white people. I'm not racist. I liked Justin Bieber when I was 10 years old. <laughs> until that I was, like, 16, 17. Yeah. I would say my type literally changed when I got to college. Before that, yeah. I was very much so into white guys. Um, but now it's like that, not a good term, but like that spicy white, <laughs> I guess would be the type. But yeah, I thought it would be fun. Cause I don't think like a lot of people know that about us. And then also like, I remember when I talked to you about like, I thought I knew what your type was and I was like, actually, I don't know what your type is at all. Yeah. I think like I said, literally I've been all over the place and I've talked about this in a couple episodes too, but like. I've had very few talking stages mm-hmm. in my life. Like, I've, I've definitely had a couple that didn't turn into relationships, but it's, like, I've – I usually don't even get to the talking stage with someone if I, like, don't see that there is potential for a relationship. So it's not all that to say. Um, I've only, like, talked to a few people, only, like, gotten past the point of talking with a couple people, and those have both been, like, pretty long-term relationships. So right now there's really no correlation except, like – spoiler alert they were all black but um, <laughs> that's really that's really it there yeah that but, was fun yeah um but getting into the bulk of the episode like i mentioned it is the beginning of february the beginning of the season of love as some people say mm-hmm. um and i think it's really easy to focus on relationships during this time yeah Especially like we just did the We Are Not Really Strangers mm-hmm. Friendship Edition in mm-hmm. the last episode. Um, but thought that it could be a really good idea to talk about romanticizing our lives. I think that this idea kind of stemmed from my experience talking with like friends, seeing stuff on TikTok about mm-hmm. like post-grad life versus college life. Um, and how once you start working a 40-hour work week, I think life can get pretty mundane. Very, yeah. And you really see yourself really looking forward to having fun on the weekends. Like, not to quote Jenna Pally. I was going like, to say, I was kidding. Right. Um, really just, like, craving Saturday, Sunday. But then it's, like, you have so much to do on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. You really end up, like, catching up on stuff that you couldn't get done during the week because you're at work for 40 hours. Um, and life just, I think, whenever I graduated from uh, college started to feel like not very exciting and I was really putting a lot of pressure mm-hmm. on weekends and making sure I had fun on the weekends so I felt like talking about romanticizing our lives could kind of touch on that and then also hit on um, some stuff when it comes to Valentine's Day but excited for this episode to say the least yeah no I love this topic and I love that it's a conversation obviously outside of just this podcast but um you know, to the point too, I remember thinking when I was getting ready to graduate, like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to graduate and have a job where like 5 p.m. hits every day and then I'm free. And I mm-hmm. used to actually believe that. Like I used to think that 4.59, I would shut my laptop <laughs> and then like that was completely turned off until the next morning. Um, That was 100% not the case for me. If it was for you, like congrats, congrats. I wish. Um, But like I would carry so much 
anxiety with me, like through the rest of the night to the next morning, like, you know, five out of seven days of the week, not to mention again, once it gets to Sunday night, and then you're thinking about everything that you have on the upcoming week. Um, or even not realizing how tired yeah. I would be oh by the time 5 p.m. Yeah. hits every day. And it's a different type of tired too. Like it's not even, it's, I feel like it's a mix of physically, mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally, because it's then it's like, okay, now it's five. Well, you know, do I need to run these errands? Like, mm-hmm. do I need to make this dinner? Like, what do I need to do to prep for tomorrow? Like what, like, it's just constant, constant to-do lists. Um, and then to the point too of, okay, well now I'm, I'm craving the weekend and I have to have fun on the weekends. I think there's that extra pressure too at this point in your life when it's like, you're 20, you're young. Like mm-hmm. these are the best years of your life. Like I know people say that about college, but then people also say that about just the twenties in general. Yeah. Um, so I think sometimes I've definitely experienced almost like a, a guilt yeah. type feeling by, you know, okay, well now it's the weekend. I should be going out. I should be having fun. But sometimes to me, like decompressing looks like just like laying in bed and reading a book or watching TV and, not being on my phone or whatever. And so um, I think that balance between working hard, like hustle culture, do this, mm-hmm. do that. Oh, go out. Like, you know, what you spend will always come back to you. Like have fun with your friends, <laughs> like make all these memories. Like it is so, it's such, it's such a balance. And I think it's, it's easy to talk about, to say like, it's easy to speak about those things. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go hard. I'm gonna live my life and do this. But then it's like, you're there in the moment and you just don't always have the energy or the funds or, yeah. you know, like the group of friends, even like yeah. at your, I don't want to say at your disposal, but like accessible, you know, yeah, what I mean? that's to what I was literally things. like about to touch on was yeah. the fact that like, I think it's so hard for people to remember that not like the reason that you were doing things all the time in college was because mm-hmm. of convenience and like the fact that you guys were like physically closer to each other. But it's like, that definitely played a role in that fact. Like one in college, you have a set schedule. Like, yeah. You know when you cl- your classes are. You I used to think I used to are. think that was mundane. Yeah, you know like, what I mean. You know like, when your classes are. You know when your tests are. You know when finals are coming up. You know when midterm midterms are coming up. But it's like that for everybody. Like everybody is pretty much on that same schedule, and so it's like you really get to like not like fully disconnect. But it's like once the weekend rolls around, it's like it's the weekend. Like people are having parties. Like mm-hmm. there are events going on, and so it's a little bit easier to like not be peer pressured into doing stuff but it's like there's something that's always going on whereas like once you get out on your own it's like you really do have like the full free will to do whatever you want and that's almost like at least in my case it was like debilitating so it's like I don't know like I could go to dinner we could go out it just felt like so much pressure to like go out and have like the same amount of fun as I did Mm -hmm. in college and I've talked to friends who are like that even today where it's like you are comparing like the weekends that you used to have in college to the weekends that you have now. And I'm like, we're nearly 25. Like, it's not going to yeah. be the same. We're not going to be going to a frat party, like blacking out, like, also, like going to brunch, coming home, yeah. going back out. Like, like that's not always going to be the case for a regular weekend. I also like, I wasn't paying bills. Like I'm paying yeah. now. Like I didn't, you know, um, and also I think in, in school too, the type of, independence and like free will you have too is also very much based on like how you act affects yourself Mm -hmm. and not to be like that's it but it was very different to be like oh like you know what that's fine like I really I can I can afford to take a zero on this assignment yeah or being like like, I'm just not gonna go to class tomorrow yeah like that isn't always (laughs) how it works out at work like 
I, when I tell y'all, I am at the bottom of the totem pole in the marketing department. And that's not even to like shit on myself or to be yeah. sad. It's just like, if you look at the org chart, like I was the last person that they hired out of undergrad. Like I'm the youngest person, not by a ton. There are a couple of people like very close to my age, but very much like on paper. And so it's like, I can't pass my work off to someone else. Exactly. Or it's like, I can't be like, actually, I don't want to submit this today. Mm -hmm. Cause like it affects so many other people. Whereas, you know, all the professors would be like, well, I'm not taking the (laughs) class. I know the material, like it's up to you. So like that can be a conversation between you and yourself and like Mm -hmm. you can make that decision. Um, And it's just not like that. So it's like Mm -hmm. back in, again, school, you could have the pros and cons or like you could afford to weigh your options and to be like, well, actually, if I don't do this, what will happen? I mean, you can still do that in a corporate job, but like, it's not, you're not going to have the same outcome. You know what yeah. I mean? Or it's going to be, it's not going to be like, oh, okay, well, Lexi didn't feel like doing her job today. So like, we'll just move on. Like, no. Yeah. And I think part of this is realizing like that there are other ways to have fun. Oh yeah. Or like enjoy your life that like aren't the same ways that you did in mm-hmm. school. And I think that that's part of like the romanticizing our lives. I think romanticizing your lives can go like in a lot of ways, but yeah. I know for me personally, like I just really struggled with that post-grad and for me, when I first graduated, I was like, well, is it because, like, I stayed in Dallas? Like, I mm-hmm. should have gone somewhere else, like, whatever else. I've learned that, like, you going somewhere else is, like, not going to change, like, your mindset or how you're yeah. feeling about your life in general. Like, if you're feeling sad on the weekends and you're not doing anything, it's probably going to be the same way in another city. Yeah. Like, especially if it's a city where you, like, know less people. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, coming to terms with the fact of, like, let me be able to like live where I am now and like learn to enjoy that and so we just wanted to talk about some of those today but didn't know if you wanted to get into the best ways to romanticize your life how to do it yeah I mean I can I think I wrote down a couple ideas of kind of like what I try to implement and definitely still a work in progress Mm -hmm. um but I truly believe that you're your tongue, like your words hold mm-hmm. so much power. Um, and I was referencing, I actually have a print in my room. Um, I think the girl, I think her name is like subliming or something like that. If you want to look her up, she has cool prints on society six or red bubble or, you know, all the trendy places you can buy mm-hmm. art. Um, but the quote is the words you speak become the house you live in. Mm-hmm. Um, and one that really spoke to me because literally at the point granted I did not get this print until I graduated college (laughs) um so I'm like oh that really hits (laughs) but basically the idea of like the words you speak over yourself or like the words that you use to describe your life is like what you believe exactly you know and kind of on not necessarily even on like a manifesting type thing right but if you're like yeah I'm kind of to that point but if it's like oh my gosh like I am so tired every day and my life is so boring and everything this is not well yeah like you you're putting that out there like that's how you're speaking over it and not to say that you're gonna have to lie about your life Mm -hmm. right but it's one thing if you're catching up with someone and like oh like how was your weekend and let's say in reality which what a lot of my weekends tend to look like (laughs) sometimes is maybe I went to a workout class maybe I ran some errands you know maybe I cleaned up then maybe I laid in bed on my phone for six hours Mm -hmm. because that like that's the reality of it and so the point here is to not be like, oh, I had so much fun and I did all these things that you didn't do, right? But it, you can totally speak about it and be like, honestly, like this weekend was really relaxing for me. Like I was mm-hmm. able to, um, you know, cross some things off my to-do list and, you know, tackle some things I've been putting off for a while. And maybe these aren't the words that you, like this isn't how you normally speak because that's even a learning curve for me too. 
Um, but it's truly, truly, truly like the words that you use and like what you put out there is what you will believe. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think just like practicing how you speak about your life. I mean, how you speak about yourself again, not to the point of lying, (laughs) but it's just like, sure, maybe you would say that it's a boring weekend, but like there are other words in your vocabulary that you can use to kind of describe that. Um, you know, whether it's relaxful or relaxful, (laughs) relaxing, or, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe it was a little uneventful, but like, I know because I rested this weekend, like I'll feel great, like coming up on the week ahead. Um, cause it's so easy to just be like, oh, it was fine. It was boring. Or like, I'm not doing anything. Like, yeah. you know, I fully agree with that. Um, like Lexi said on the like manifestation front, there's this, um, theory or principle called like the law of assumption. And it really like, not to get like too into it. Cause I think some people are like very anti manifestation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, not to be like, it's all the same, but like, it really all like there's it's together like if you're spiritual if you're religious like a Mm -hmm. lot of the times like it's pretty similar Mm -hmm. um but the law of assumption is i don't know if people like have heard lucky girl syndrome going around lucky lucky girl syndrome is essentially just like the law of assumption and believing that like everything that happens is your life in your life is supposed to happen and it's supposed to happen to the benefit like to your benefit and like for the good of Mm -hmm. your life and it's the same way of like what Lexi's saying, like your words and your energy like hold so much power. And that's something that I just like really didn't recognize whenever I was so down and out, like after I graduated. Um, and like she said of like saying, oh, well, my life is so boring. Like I don't do mm-hmm. anything on the weekends. Maybe it's like looking at it and reframing your thinking. Like exactly. Lexi said. Yeah. Um, you know, at least you got to move your body this weekend. You got mm-hmm. to take a walk, be outside in nature. Maybe you work from home all the time. So you got to go take a walk around like the lake, anything like that. You got to see a friend to, like to go get lunch. It doesn't always have to be a big event for mm-hmm. something good in your life to happen yeah. or for something to be like a good moment in your life. Yeah. And I think that especially like in today's society, when it comes to like the way that we portray ourselves on social media, we know mm-hmm. everyone at this point knows that like, Instagram, TikTok, like whatever social media is just a highlight reel. It's a production. Yeah, it's a production. Yeah. And it's like, of course, yeah, everyone's just showing like the good stuff that's going like no one's every now and then someone will show like when they're just at home doing nothing. But yeah. even when they do that, like it still looks like it's something that it's more majestic, more elegant like than yeah. you would think. And it's like in reality, it's like that person's just sitting at home. But guess what? At the same time, that person is romanticizing their life by like yeah. posting that story. And so like it's it's literally getting in that same mindset maybe you are just sitting at home and reading a book. Like, that is totally fine. Like, I think that that is just, I don't think everything always needs to be a big event to be, like, a good thing happening in your life or for your life to be going well, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, and I think, I know basically you said what I said in different (laughs) words, but kind of, like, it really clicked me, like, oh, just, like, reframing your mindset. Yeah. Because it's right, even back to the thing about, or back to the point of, oh, I didn't do anything this weekend. At least you can afford to not do anything <laughs> yeah. on the weekend. You know what I mean? There were times where, woo, bro, back um, when when I first graduated. Yeah. Like when I tell you I was, because again, for those you don't know, I graduated in May of 2020. <laughs> um, So I was the first class, oh, college yeah. class, you know, like not post, during COVID, I guess, yeah. since COVID began. Um, And when I tell you I was, I was down and out because I did have a job offer at the time, but you know, they were couldn't afford to hire me because everything was shut down. And so I was like, okay, I still want to stay in Dallas. Like, how can I afford to still stay in Dallas? Because mm-hmm. my parents don't live here. 
um, and I wasn't particularly keen on moving back home. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing against them, but I don't want to live in San Antonio. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was a point where I was like nannying full time. I worked as much as I could, like on the weekends mm-hmm. um, at True Fusion, and not that like, well. Yeah, atrofusion. <laughs> um, and so not that this was like a sad story, like, oh my God, I was grinding, I was doing this, I was doing mm-hmm. that. But like at that point in my life, I would have given anything to have a day of just like laying mm-hmm. in bed, you know what I mean? And not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, I, w- I just worked a lot more than I did now. And I was like on my feet in those jobs. Mm-hmm. But shout out to the mothers. If any of y'all are mothers, <laughs> I was, I was naming a four year old little boy and <laughs> woo, that I learned a lot of patience in that period of my life. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like at one point, and there are days even on the weekends that I am super busy. And I'm like, oh my God, if I could just have a day to like sit and do nothing, mm-hmm. you know? So it's always like you want what you can't have. But exactly. to get out of that mindset and again, like reframe what you're able to do mm-hmm. now, I think it's just like very helpful. And again, literally saying that out loud, or maybe for you, it's like writing it down in a journal or, mm-hmm. you know, like it's your prayer kind of at the end of the night or just whatever time you take to reflect. Um, Cause yeah, it's, it's mental, it's mental love. It's all mental. Yeah, I think something else back to, like, the point you made about, like, the TikTok vlogs, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think another way to kind of help romanticize your life is investing in kind of, like, everyday luxuries. Mm-hmm. So these might be things that aren't necessary, but if they make you feel better or happier or cuter, especially about the things you have to do every day, then, like, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, an example of that for me is the eucalyptus in my shower, mm-hmm. which I feel like that, I mean, I know that's been around for centuries, but I didn't pick up on it until recently. Um, so it's like, do I need to buy a $4 stem of eucalyptus every time I go to Trader Joe's? No. <laughs> but if I put it in my shower and it makes me feel better and happier about, like, having to get ready to go to work every day, then, like, mm-hmm. why not? Um, you know, you'll always hear the the finance folk talking about oh you don't need to buy starbucks coffee (laughs) every day you're buying starbucks coffee you could be investing in a house first off that's not how that works um but second off like every day i go into the office one it doesn't take a lot for me to buy myself a coffee anyway but on the days that i go into the office i'm 100 getting myself a treat whether it's starbucks whether it's dutch bros um whether it's somewhere else lemma coffee is a cute place i go sometimes in carrollton it's by work um but it's like those simple things of like ooh, I'm going to pick myself up a handcrafted drink to sit down and be productive Mm -hmm. or do whatever. Again, not necessary, but it's one thing that, like, makes my days better. And so I'm going to do what it takes to do that. And again, to the the next person, that might be a waste of money or a waste of time. Or, Mm -hmm. like, why do that when you could just make your coffee at home? You're right. I could, but (laughs) I don't want to, so I'm not going to. Yeah. Um, But just, yeah, like, little things like that I help – or I think help make it just, like, happier and, like, something to look forward to and kind of, like – you know, your everyday things. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I think in one of my like recent TikToks, I like posted, but usually mm, if it's like a good month, (laughs) (laughs) I will like work out and then maybe like go get a matcha. My favorite matcha in Dallas is from Foxtrot, Mm -hmm. which to some people that's going to be problematic because Foxtrot is a chain, but I just like theirs better than like Starbucks and I can really it's just because I can order ahead and I can like <laughs> go pick it up Convenient. versus like having like park a car like yeah. wait line um but I really like their matcha and so like for me that's like a way that I romanticize my life because I'm like especially for me because like I work from home yeah and so full-time yes and like full-time. I do not leave my house unless I like do things that like 
make me get out of the house for the day. And I start work at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I don't get off until 5. So, and I'm, I know other people have jobs where it's, like, very flexible and they can just do whatever. 90% of the time, especially, like, now that it's getting busier, like, I am sitting at my desk, like, for a good chunk of those eight hours. And so, for me, it's, like, making sure I move my body in the morning. And then mm-hmm. after that, like, getting something that I can look forward to the day, look forward to, like, during the day. So, for me, it's, like, maybe getting a matcha at Foxtrot or, like, stopping at, like, the Starbucks near my house because, like, I really, like, just like the aesthetics of that one. Yeah. Um, But stuff like that, like, really snaps you out of, like the monotony of like every day and like that routine um but what I wanted to talk about is the fact of like maybe pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to romanticize your life and I know Mm -hmm. that's like something that I had to do specifically and I don't know like how many how this will relate how many people this will relate to just because I feel like maybe I'm just like a niche example but I've talked about this, like, so many times. Lexi and I both went to school in Dallas, and we stayed here after school. Yeah. Whereas, like, a lot of people go to school in, like, what is a quote-unquote traditional college town. So, like, all that's there is, like, the college and, like, maybe Student a Student housing. Yeah. Bars, and like... so a lot of people actually move to Dallas after they graduate. Yeah. And so whenever they come to Dallas, it's just, like, very different experiences for us. So, like, they come to Dallas, and they're, like, oh, I'm really excited to go. This is not going to mean anything to anyone who does not live here. But if you live in Dallas, a good chunk of our listeners do. Um, They're like, oh, like, let's go to the Rustic. Let's like go to Happiest Hour, like whatever else. And not that like we laugh about it, but it's like these are places where we went when we were like 18, 19, 20. And to us, we've just like outgrown it. We don't think it's as cool anymore. We're like, we're seeing a lot of people who are postgrad here where it's like, yeah y'all think this is all like really new and exciting and to me I'm like this is so boring and so it still feels like that monotony and that mundane feeling like I was explaining and I think I was trying to force myself to like keep Mm -hmm. doing the things that I was doing in college because I was like well they were fun in college like why are they not fun now Mm -hmm. they should be fun like there are people my age doing them and they're having fun like why am I not having fun doing it yeah and so I realized for me it was like having to get out of my normal routine similar to like what I was just saying about maybe going to get a matcha, like doing whatever else. Maybe you have to do something out of your comfort zone to like feel like you are having fun in life. Yeah. And like for me, that's hard because I think I've said this in multiple episodes, but like I like routine. Like I like knowing what I'm getting. I like being in control. If you take the my or not the Myers Briggs, what's the Oh, the oh, Strengths Finder test. Oh, yeah, or any My number two on Strengths Finder was consistency. Yeah. Like <laughs> It's a strength, but it's also, like, it really yes. holds me back. And it's funny that Lexi's always, like, oh, Victoria, like, pushes me out, like, to go do, <laughs> like, things. Because the funny thing is, is in the past, like, I think, like, I probably wouldn't have suggested it. Now I'll suggest it, but, like, I might, like, back out at the last minute. Yeah. So it's really, like, pushing myself to make sure that I actually follow through with it. But it's, it might be, like, you going to, like, go take a walk somewhere where you've never been before. You going to, like, an art museum by yourself. Um, you maybe like going to a new restaurant in a new neighborhood that you've never been to. I remember before I graduated, I had never been to Bishop Arts, which is yeah. like same, like an artsy neighborhood mm-hmm. in Dallas. And it's just it's honestly like out of the way from like the like central yeah. area of Dallas. But once we like Lexi and I started going to dinner out there, I was like, I actually really like it out here. And I probably mm-hmm. go to that neighborhood more than any other neighborhoods in Dallas at this point. 
So it's really like exploring new things and new opportunities that I think like helps romanticize your life. Um, And that took, at least for me, like getting out of my comfort zone and finding new things to do. So wanted to highlight that as another way to romanticize your life too. Yeah, I think that it's funny. I think about people who post stuff and it's like, oh, new, hot, underground, like stuff, you know, you never seen or heard of. Noah and I did something like that this past weekend. Um, Like I always get instagram ads for this thing it's called like the dfw vintage swap meet mm-hmm. um but it's basically at dallas market hall which i've been once for like an art gallery show type thing a couple years ago but i'd never been back right across from medieval times if anyone's curious <laughs> um been to medieval times but um yeah it was really cool like tickets were super cheap it was like four dollars to get in and then there were over like a hundred vendors um and it was a mix of everything like a bunch of people were selling sneakers or like vintage. There were a ton of like vintage graphic tees. Um, there were like artists there that were selling stuff. Um, and so it's basically like a huge, or this is what I think of. Like I always see girls in LA, like Silver Lake Flea and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like all those like big um, flea market swap meets type things. Um, and it's one of those things like I've always looked at and it's easy to just, oh, whatever, it's a sponsored Instagram ad. But I'm mm-hmm. like, it's sponsored on your page for a reason. You might enjoy it. Um, so finally, after years of seeing it, I just got the tickets and went. Um, but like that was another example of doing something in Dallas that it's not normal for me to do. Yeah. You know, and it kind of opens you up to another eye because there you can kind of like network and meet other people and find out well, where's their actual shop located and, you know, meet other creatives or just other people who have like same interests as you. Um, Cause there's a lot you don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm saying even a lot I don't know. Like I can say or, and be like, yeah, I'm tired of Dallas. Not because I know everything about it. There's so much I haven't seen or done. Um, But it's very easy to, to your point to get caught kind of like, in your bubble, in your routine. Mm-hmm. These are things I do every day. I'm bored of doing them every day. Like, there's nothing left for me here when there's a lot. They yeah, just there's haven't uncovered so much yet. to see. And I think that that was what I was really getting into, like, a routine and a mindset about. I was just like, oh, like, I'm so over Dallas. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing to do here but eat and drink, which is true. I think a lot of, like, Dallas's social oh, culture very, does revolve yeah. around eating and drinking. But there is, like, a lot more to do in Dallas, and there's a lot more to explore in Dallas. I myself am just lazy and I don't like to go out of like yeah. my 15, 20 minute like driving bubble. Yeah. But there's like so much to see, especially when you encompass all of like DFW as a whole. Carrollton, like actually Fort Worth, like there's so much to do. And so it's really like finding opportunities to do different things. Like I think I like I might actually go see a show. Like yeah. a lot of shows are coming here. That's another way to like step out of your comfort zone. I'm trying to think of what else. I've been really wanting to take like um like a pottery class. Okay, I was I was laughing so I was, thought you were gonna say cooking class. Oh, yeah, like, oh that's cooking class yeah, is still like, on my list. I just like haven't gotten to it. And I know we didn't book that last one. Surprise, surprise. Um, I'm going to New York in two weeks. <laughs> Me and Lexi are going, both yeah. going. Um, and so like I just haven't gotten around to it. But I think it's very easy, especially when you're someone who craves like routine to just like get stuck in that mindset. And I think I personally have to like actively make sure I'm doing different things and trying different things. And a lot of the times it's like getting someone else to do that with you. Mm -hmm. I think I literally did this to Lexi last weekend. (laughs) I texted her like, I think on Thursday or something. And I was like, 
It was so ominous. Yeah, I was like, what are you doing on Sunday? You didn't even start like that. No, literally, I remember. It was like your first text was like, I need you to go with me somewhere. Oh, yeah. I was like, I need you to go with me somewhere. You know, me, I was like, oh, my God. Like, like, it sounded (laughs) shady. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Going someplace unsafe. Like, is it like, you know, I don't know, some type of like doctor's appointment? I was like, is everything okay? No, and I just didn't want her to say no. (laughs) (laughs) If you listen to the last episode. I made Lexi sound really lame. She's not lame. She just like I'm not. I'm I'm not insecure. About and I will it. say like the the circumstances were primed for her to say no. That's why I oh, was like, yeah. it was a Sunday night. It was like going night. out. Yeah, Sunday night, like nine p.m. Not Sunday fun day. Yes, going out, like drinking, like getting ready, getting dressed, Uber, like everything and, that Lexi hates about. Like yeah, I was like, and it was like near Bishop Arts, right? and it was far. So it was like, <laughs> the, the place we referenced earlier, where we're like, oh, it's really out the way. Yeah, and like it's out the way for Victoria, but it's like it's more really out the out way for me. Lexi. Like I live further, so but. I purposely was like omitting details. And I was like, I should just say yours first, <laughs> and then I'll tell you. But like that was something that I was like, this is different. I had been invited to that like multiple times and like yeah. I flaked multiple times. So I was like, I cannot flake. I already told Perla like I'll go this time. Yeah. But I was so scared to go by myself because I was like, well, she's been to this multiple times. She's mm-hmm. in this scene. Like this is kind of out of my comfort zone. And so I was like, I made Lexi come with me. I was like, I just. It was fun. It was fun. I ended up being the Debbie, not the Debbie Downer, but I was like, okay, it's like 11 and I have to work at eight and I want to work out in the morning. Yeah. So, but like that was something new and different. I think back in September. Yeah. September, we went to this thing called Take a Break. Oh, yeah. And that's this like underground house party. Mm -hmm. Very out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Very different than our regular. As I mentioned earlier in the episode, I do like Love Island and I do have a playlist of songs that's like songs that would be on Love Island. And I do play it during the summer. Like during the summer, I'm like, oh, like I'm out by the pool. I'm like, this yeah. is giving like Love Island vibes. But that is not my go-to every day. Like, <laughs> listening. Shout out to the EDM fans. I'm happy that that's y'all's lifestyle. But like yeah. house dub EDM, like not my regular, not my regular intake of music, I guess. But it looked fun from the videos, and I was like, this looks like something different. We've like never. Every time we go out, it's like to the same bars. Mm-hmm. They end up being like talky bars and I'm yeah. like, sometimes I just want to like dance and like have fun. And so we went to that and very, very different from what we <laughs> like are used to. But like honestly, I had fun and I'd go back again this time. Yeah. I'm waiting for them to like make their next announcement. It's not like an every weekend type of thing. But we made a whole thing out of that. And like that was an example of romanticizing our lives. Like I hosted a pregame, like we mm-hmm. went out, like had a really good taco truck there too oh my god yeah i like well, we wish i would have gotten the name yeah i they and so like stuff like that is really a part of like romanticizing your life getting out of your comfort zone like all of that goes together so i just i really wanted to emphasize that one yeah and i think one last thing i kind of thought of is like i know this is an, a known fact and we've talked about it on other episodes but like it's so easy to compare mm-hmm. yourself to other people or like compare your lives to other people um and even i was thinking back to the point victoria made earlier very much about like where you live and thinking like oh if I move somewhere else like all of this would be mm-hmm. alleviated and I wouldn't feel this way um I think it is very likely that the things the activities like the types of nights and days that you're yearning for on social media or mm-hmm. that you see in movies or whatever there's probably some form of that that exists where you live mm-hmm. already like I talk about this all the time um but I'm like oh my god like I can't wait to live somewhere walkable like, I really don't want to have a car. Like, I want to be able to, like, walk out of my apartment and go pick up a coffee or, like, go run errands or mm-hmm. go, um, you know, just be able to, like, walk to all of that. 
Dallas in general is not a walkable city, but like there are components of that that do exist. Um, Like in my old apartment that I lived in, it pretty much shared a parking lot with like a Starbucks and a mm-hmm. Sprouts. Was it like the cutest, you know, it definitely was not giving New York City, but it mm-hmm. was giving like I could walk outside and I could go walking at my groceries or I could walk to Starbucks and get something. We also lived like right by a walking trail. Mm-hmm. So it's like I could walk out of my apartment and go do that. I sit and I sometimes see TikToks or pictures of people at like farmer's markets. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Like, I wish I there's yeah. a Dallas farmer's market. Yeah. Have I ever been? No. Yeah. Well, I sit there and continue to look at other people in other cities going to farmer's markets and thinking <laughs> like, oh, that's all I want in life. I mean, not really, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like that exists here. Um, even like talking about Bishop Arts earlier, like there's a lot in the Bishop Arts mm-hmm. area. Like you can park your car and you can go to like different shops. You can go to bookstores. You can go to restaurants. There. Like you could. So it's like components of what you're looking for probably exist, but it ties back into the whole thing of like stepping out of your comfort zone to like try something new or um, again, like reimagine what you're wanting, why you want it. And I like, it's probably very likely that you can find something similar where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it will take more than just going through the same routine that you do every day. Yeah. You know, but there's, there's just, there's a lot out there. Yeah. And a lot of the times it's finding like the small moments, mm-hmm. like, that like really helps with romanticizing your life i think with me oh part of that was like making i made a couple tiktoks where it was like i think there's a trend going on right now where it's like my day in photos yeah and so i like just randomly decided to do it one day um had a break in my calendar had texted my friend i was like do you want to go for a walk on the katie trail yeah that like ended up being like one of the highlights of my day that day Mm -hmm. because like we did i think like a quick hour walk so like i made that my lunch break but like making that video afterwards i was like oh like that was such like a good blip of my day like i got to see my friend i got to like gossip like do whatever else and then like went back to work like everything else was the same for the rest of the day but like that was a small part of my day that i actually really enjoyed so like making taking the time to recognize like the smaller moments that do make the rest of your life just as good as the big moments too. Yeah. I think like whatever form of reflection you're able to like build into your daily routine for some people that's journaling. Mm -hmm. I wish I was a journaler. I've gone through 50 journals that each probably have like one page filled. Cause I'm like, "Mm, I don't want to do it anymore. And then it's like, I'll be motivated if I have a new journal. And then no, that Mm -hmm. money's just on the drain. Um, So maybe that looks like journaling or maybe that looks like calling a friend at the end of the night and like recapping your day or Mm -hmm. maybe that looks like yeah like vlogging it or taking photos and like reflecting on it at the end um because again to victoria's points like there are so many i think it's so easy someone asks oh how's your day how's your week and you try to sum it up in one word and usually that one word is like the average Mm -hmm. you know what i mean of your whole day or um just like trying to summarize it in that one way versus again reflecting on like the little moments whether it was you know, I, my breakfast actually tasted like really good today mm-hmm. or, you know, they made my drink perfectly right at Starbucks or mm-hmm. Victoria's point. Like I didn't have time to go for a walk or, you know, I watched this really funny video, like like little things that, yeah. again, in the moment may not seem huge. But when you sit back and like recall and reflect and recount on everything that you've done, um, those can really like stick out. And I think back to the point we made even earlier too, just kind of change how you speak mm-hmm. about your life in general or like what you speak over your life in general yeah that's good so. I think you made a good point like about reflection in general so whether that's journaling 
TikToking, yeah, vlogging. <laughs> I think that that's really important, but it's also important to remember that the things that you find mundane about your life, someone oh, else could be romanticizing. Yeah. No, that's a great point. Because that actually happened to me. Like I posted, I think I've posted like maybe two day in my life like vlogs. Mm-hmm. No, maybe three. I did like one video one mm-hmm. and then two photo ones. And I remember my like video one did pretty well. My first photo one did like really well. Like yeah. for like out of my, for me to like post a random TikTok, it did pretty well. And I like am still getting like notifications to this day. So then I posted a second like photo mm-hmm. or day in my life photos. And I was like, like, I didn't really do that much like this time. Like yeah. in the first one I did like a lot so like I could see like why it maybe popped off. But like in this one, it's not like as aesthetic, like whatever else, yeah. like I'm kind of just posting it. And someone literally commented on my TikTok and was like, oh my gosh, I don't understand like how we're the same age and we live in the same city, but like your life looks like so much yeah, like more like, like busier, or, like better than mine. And I was like, that is so interesting that someone else can have that perspective because to me, I thought that my life looked so boring that day. Yeah. I think I literally went to work out, was at work, went to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And like something, like one other thing. You might have posted something. Yeah. I was like, or you might have posted something about like the podcast too, maybe. Yeah. And like maybe the podcast. And like they had commented that. And I was like, that's so interesting that you think this is like such a eventful, like big day. And that like I'm doing so much more than you. And I was like, Mm. it's all relative. Cause like in reality, this was not like a crazy day for me. And I didn't even think that it was like that. Yeah. Like worth worth sharing sharing or like like, in comparison to other people who do day of my life vlogs. And so I thought that that was interesting. And it like really did shift my mindset because I was like, to me, I didn't think I was really doing anything, but like, you have to remember that like what you're thinking could be like so mundane, like someone else could like think that's the best day ever. That's so, yeah. And I just, I have to throw in there because that made me think of it too. My, one of my best friends, Valentina, is studying abroad in London <laughs> right now. She studied abroad in Italy last year. Um, and we, like, we have the type of friendship where we're like constantly setting each other, like DMing each other, you know, TikToks mm-hmm. or like things we see on Instagram. Um, if you go through our text, like our text thread, it's like very minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you went through like our call log, you'll see like a quarterly call. Like we'll, we'll end up calling each other once and then talking for like four or five hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually going to visit her in London in like um, six weeks maybe. <laughs> um, but we, one of the last times we were talking and catching up, like she was just going on and on about like what is going on in her life, mm-hmm. you know? And like, like Valentina has just seen so much, like she's traveled mm-hmm. so many places. She's seen so many things. Like she's like definitely so independent um and so then when it gets to my turn to like talk about <laughs> stuff I'm like shit like not that I'm embarrassed to talk yeah. about it but I'm like I just feel like I don't have much to say because it's like sure I, I have work back mm-hmm. to kind of the point before I'm like it's just so easy to be like oh my life is boring I don't do anything mm-hmm. um but we were talking one of these most recent times and she was just like I can't wait to be at the point of my life where you are right now mm-hmm. like you're so independent and like you're financially stable and yeah. like you know I was like oh my god like really because I sit there her be real goes off she's in a different country every day (laughs) you know she's in Austria and then like I have no concept of European geography but like (laughs) she'll be in Austria and then she's like oh yeah like me and Josef went to Morocco I was like oh wow like (laughs) no one I like got tacos like you know what I mean and so back to that point too it can be so easy to compare but it's always like the you know the grass is always green on the other side type of thing um but then again it is it's like it's all subjective yeah um and like nothing is like nothing truly truly is objectively exciting or objectively boring or like Mm -hmm. you know it's just all whatever from that person's perspective but like yeah that was so funny to me because I'm like you're I'm like yeah I like 
we're we are best friends like you don't have to like i know she's not saying that <laughs> yeah. to be nice to me yeah, you know yeah. what i mean or like oh like i don't want to make lexi feel bad about her yeah. marketing job like no you know yeah. what i mean um like i know she was absolutely genuine yeah. when she said that and i just could not understand why but then i say things to her like you know we're the same age and like you've mm-hmm. seen all these different places and you've done all these different things or whatever um and so yeah that can just be really funny because to hear those things i think sometimes it's like very humbling and like brings mm-hmm. you back like down to earth almost mm-hmm. or like back in in tune with reality um because yeah i was like really girl like yeah if you say so but yeah it's so funny um yeah i kind of on the same beat of that and that's about yeah. but um it was really funny going home for like the holidays oh, because yeah. like my family too like they were like you've been like jet setting like going everywhere like mm. whatever else and Granted, I did travel a lot last yeah. year, and I am grateful for that and those experiences. But in my head, like, I really wasn't – if, like, to who I was comparing myself to, yes. like, I was not traveling yes. a lot. So in my head, I was like, yeah, I mean, I went on a couple of trips, but, like, you know, I'm thinking about, like, Monet and Alex Earl and, like, everybody else. <laughs> I'm like, they're somewhere, like, every weekend. Or even yeah. people that we went to school with. I was going like, to say, yeah, <laughs> lots, many SMU students. I'm thinking of someone particular who I follow, and I'm like, every time I look up, like, she is somewhere else. And it's actually really funny because, like, we would be in the same place, like, right after each other. Um, and I, like, think that she's cool. And I'm like, <laughs> so, okay, so we're going to the same places. We ended up on the same flight one time. Yeah. But, like, I know so in my head, I'm like, I didn't even think I was really, like, doing all that. But, like, yeah. to hear, like, my family say that or, like, my friends say it, it's all genuinely relative mm-hmm. and subjective of, like, who you're comparing yourself to. So I think that that's, like, just something good to remember. It's, like what you think could be so boring about your life someone else could think is like the coolest thing ever yeah so finding those moments and again like shifting your mindset is just really vital when it comes to romanticizing your life yeah but yeah it's good i think that that was a pretty pretty interesting episode no i like that like as we were talking like oh this is like it reminded me of kind of our, our earlier episodes yeah i think um not that like we're not as excited or <laughs> as dedicated as we are now, are now but I think, you know, when we started, we had this full list of, like, here are all the topics we want to talk yeah. about, and everything was, like, kind of fresh. Like, I don't know. I just feel like this was so... Yeah. Like, I've the been feeling like, good. Very, like, this is a good topic. Like... Yeah. I've been feeling, feeling very passionate about this one, just yeah. as, like, both of us are talking mm-hmm. about the the potential of moving. Lexi's, like, 100% dead set on moving. <laughs> I'm, like, still figuring things out. And yeah. from talking to, like, multiple people and, like, the the things that I've been digesting and, like working through I've, I've been hearing that like okay like you moving is not gonna yeah. affect x y and z but like it's really been starting to register to me now and so even in the past year like that's stuff that i have been hearing but have really been like intentionally taking the time to like romanticize my life and like try to see the the pretty romantic parts of my life that yeah don't always seem to be like so glamorous so yeah, I think that it's something worth talking about. So I'm happy we talked about it. Yeah, no, this will be a, I think this will be a, a fave for right now, for sure. Yeah, but if you made it this far, no, I already said it at the beginning, but make sure to go like, comment, subscribe. Just kidding. Go subscribe, rate, <laughs> and follow us on Instagram. Yeah, I was like, you can comment on our Instagram posts. Yeah, um, go follow at the intro level pod on Instagram and TikTok, two E's. And I think that's it. Oh, yeah. I was just going to add, if you're in Dallas, head out to True Fusion on Mm -hmm. Saturday from like 8 to 12. We 
we took the next step in our career. We have stickers now, which I think oh, yeah. is so fun. Um, but we'll be tabling at True Fusion for Black History Month because we are a Black-owned business, if you've never looked at our personal accounts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be passing out, like, candy. We'll be raffling off Echo Dot. We have stickers, like, official entry-level mm -hmm. stickers. So for all of our local Dallas friends, um, come hang out. There's going to be other vendors there, too. So yeah. <laughs> it'll be more than just us. Um, but yeah. I think that's it. But thanks for listening. And yeah. Bye. Bye.